the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Whether you have pain in your back or joints, surgery may not be the answer. Instead of the dangers involved in cutting out tissue, consider healing and rejuvenating the area with stem cells, platelet-rich plasma, or prolotherapy. The treatments that are available to professional athletes are now available for you. Watch the videos at jointrehab.com or call the Darrell Wellness Institute at 800-300-9300. 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Welcome back to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. I'm your host, Nita Valens, and we are taking your calls at 1-866-870-5752, 1-866-870-5752. And we are on the phone right now with Jim in Huntington Beach. So, Jim, you still with us? Yes, sir, I am. Great. I just want to recap what you've told us so far. Uh, First of all, we're talking for those people that just tuned in about regenerative medicine with orthopedics. It's a way of saving yourself from having surgery. So if you're having an elective surgery, meaning you're choosing to do it and it's not an emergency, I would go to do regenerative medicine instead. That's what I did. My wrist, my shoulder, my neck, my back, my elbows, uh, my broken ribs. I've always used this regenerative medicine for the past 18 years. I learned about it when I was a resident at UCLA, and it's been an amazing, amazing treatment for my patients over the last 18 years. So Jim had a uh, meniscectomy bilateral, the medial and the lateral uh, meniscus, in 1969, and now, would you say, 30 years later or so, you're, you've been having pain. And um, what I wanted to tell you, Jim, is as soon as you have a meniscectomy, you have arthritis. And you don't even have to have a meniscectomy. I mean, it's just going in and fixing a knee. I'm using fixing in the negative because it's like gutting a fish. Yeah. And all the loose tissue. If you look at a knee of any athlete, it looks like fluff. There's a lot of collagen that is torn up a little bit, but that doesn't have to cause pain. But unfortunately, when the surgeons go in, they clean that out. And then you have an immediate Um, deterioration of the joint. You go to an immediate arthritis. And I have photographs of this. One of my patients came in with a hot, when I say hot, this was really warm, swollen left knee. He had had surgery in January. We have um, x-rays before his surgery and then after his surgery. And the decrease in the amount of cushion between the bones had gone from very good to almost nothing. So if anybody wants photographs emailed to them, just get a hold of me through the website, www.jointrehab.com, and I'll send those to you. So when we think surgery is the answer, please think twice. It's a lot easier to use your own platelets from your blood or your own stem cells from your bone marrow to regrow the tissue rather than cut out good cushioning tissue. So that's really... Um, for you, Jim, that's sort of the the bottom line here. That meniscectomy caused you an immediate arthritis. 
and I'm glad that you did well with it for so many years, but uh, you're paying the piper now. It's like it's like winning the battle and losing the war. It's like getting a steroid so. shot. You get a steroid shot, you feel great in two seconds because the lidocaine that's mixed in, and then it comes back. And when it comes back, you have tissue that's that's worse because the steroid tissue, I mean, the steroid um, liquid destroys the tissue. So there's a lot of things in traditional medicine I don't like. Steroids, surgery, medications. Yes, sir. I'm uh, I'm in that uh, line of thinking as well after all these years. So. so after a meniscectomy, Jim, we'd probably want to do stem cells on you, which we take from your bone marrow. It's about a half-hour procedure. You come in, get it done, and you you walk out. That's the good news. You're not laid up with surgery. Right. Well, I've got what they call bone-on-bone. Bone. Right, and what that means, I'm not sure. Um, you know, if you're you're bending your knee, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you're, you're not really bone-on-bone. Bone. It just shows that a lot of the cartilage is worn down quite a bit or has been removed. Right. The x-rays show us almost no space between. Yeah, and that's the same case with the surgery that I was just talking about uh-huh. where we have the before and after uh, pictures of the x-rays. It's very dramatic. All right. I'll, I'll send in to get that. Okay, the office number is 800-300-9300, Jim. That's 800-300-9300. And the website for anyone that wants to email Dr. Darrow is jointrehab.com. That's www.jointrehab.com. Thank you for your call, Jim. I'm looking for your call. We have lines open for you, one 870 Let's go to Irvine for Paim. Did I say that correctly? Yes, that's correct. Um, I was nice enough of Dr. Darrow to meet with me on last week, and oh, uh, Payam, I know you. You came yes, in with you came you in with with uh, your daddy. That's correct. Yes. Very nice people. Thank you for calling in. What can I do for you today? You know, I just have a question on the stem cell treatment that you recommended for me. Yes. Um, about the how long does it take for that area where you take the stem cell from to heal and should I expect any kind of pain to last, linger for a few days? Or Generally, no. I mean, we inject it with lidocaine first, so it numbs it up when we do the procedure. And we go into the top of the pelvis. It's not the spine. And um, we go in about half a centimeter, which is like a quarter of an inch or so. And then we um, can attach a syringe to the needle, and we slowly aspirate out the bone marrow. It looks like blood. And um, it comes out very quickly. It's not a painful procedure. When people talk about having a bone marrow transplant, that is generally very, very painful because a large amount of bone marrow is removed very quickly. And so the pressure change inside the bone is very painful. The way we do it is very slow and a very small amount of bone marrow is needed. After that, the... um, the area can be a little bit uh, stiff feeling, but not a big deal. I've done hundreds of these. No one has ever complained about it. In terms of the healing, that type of bone heals up very, very quickly. So Wonderful. We've never had we've never had a side effect from doing that procedure. Well, that answered my next question. You know, the only thing, if I could hear a couple of case stories from you know actual clients, if they would be willing to talk to me. Absolutely. That would really 
pretty much sealed the deal for me to come in and, and start the treatment. Absolutely. We have someone, I don't mind mentioning his name on the phone, because he's, to, uh, he's told me to. I mean, the name on the radio. Um, so you can write this down. His name is John Sanowski. He lives in Long Beach. He had um, his shoulders were locked up when he came in. He could only lift his arms up a few degrees, bone on bone, so to speak, uh, ready for surgery. And he's got full range of motion. He then came in about a year later with a knee that was hot and very swollen with um, something called, uh, I'm trying to think of what the name is. It was a crystalline arthropathy. Um, it's, I'm blocking it right now. It's like gout. And, okay. And I'm getting closer, but it'll pop in when it's too late. But anyway, uh, he came in, and, I, and the same thing I told him the first time. I said, I can't help you. And he said, I've been listening to your show, and I really believe in you. And um, so we did go ahead, and we injected his knee several times. And he's now, he's he's in his early 70s somewhere. I don't know how old he is anymore. And uh, he's running five, seven miles a day. So he's a guy that you can call my office, get his phone number. He likes to talk to people about this and turn them on to regenerative medicine. Nice. Well, I'd love to do that. And if it works for me, I would definitely be an advocate for you as well. And you, people can call me and I have no, I would love to. Share. So the, the question I have is, have you been playing guitar today? Oh, yes. Uh, I've got in my one hour of practice this morning. Just one hour? Come on. <laughs> i got to pace myself, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Thanks. I understand that um, you you play classical guitar. What else do you play? Uh, jazz guitar, uh, flamenco. Uh, I sing a little bit. And uh, are, are you looking to do jobs around around L.A.? I am, yes. I've well, why don't, look, you're a cool guy. Why don't you give out your phone number a few times and hopefully, if people are listening who want someone to come to their parties or whatever it is, I assume you do parties and weddings and everything. I do, right? Yes. Uh, my phone number is 310-435-1705. And I've got a website that's uh, through Gigmasters. And uh, you, my name is Payam, P-A-Y-A-M, like Mary. Why don't you give out your phone number again? Because that's easy for people. Sure. It's 310 uh, Four three five one seven zero five. So if you do come in, please bring a guitar. I want to hear you play. I would love to do that, and I'd love to hear you play some banjo at some point, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we used to have, I don't know what happened to it, we used to have banjo music that opened and closed the show. Nita, do you know what happened to it? No, but I talked to Alex about that. Yeah, I love that stuff. That was happy music. Banjo music to open and close the show. But you know I'm what sure I'd like even better? It. I would love if Piam sends me something on Oh, we could use Pyam's music. Yeah, send us a CD, Pyam, and we'll use your music for the show. You're too kind. Thank you so much. God bless you, man. We'll Thanks see you for your soon. call, Pyam. You take care. I'm looking for your call at one 870 5752 You get a free book on holotherapy and a free booklet on age management medicine. Los Angeles for Dana. Dana, Dr. Mark Darrow, how are you today? Hi. Um, I wanted to call about a break. A fracture, you mean? The fracture you had 10 years ago? Yeah, about 10 years ago, I broke my ankle, and it was a pretty serious break. I had like 18 breaks going up my fib and tib, and I can't tell you which one is which. Yeah. Um, But um, I went through about nine different casts and five months and kind of traction. Was this a skiing injury or something else? 
uh, no, it went up to my knee, but not my knee. Did you, you did you have any surgery? I had major surgery about five times. Okay, five times surgery. So they probably put a bunch of metal in your leg, right? I have plates, pins, bolts, you name it. They hurt like crazy. And it um, was okay for the first, I mean, after five months when I got up and started walking again, I actually learned that I need to walk again because... Um, I wasn't feeling anything from that foot, and so I wasn't um, walking straight. I walked with a walker for a while, yeah, and um, then eventually I got back to, um, and I was hoping to get back to what I was before. Which well, was, let me ask you a question, Dana. Where is the pain right now? The pain is on the outside going up on my left foot, and when I walk. Okay. It goes across the whole foot. Is it in your ankle at all? It's in my ankle, and it basically, I've been told, you can fuse it, which okay. I refused because I have hypermobile joints. Okay. And when I tried an Arizona boot, yeah. which that'll have to be explained to somebody else, um, my right knee went out. Okay. Um, it was it was transferring torque all okay. over. Okay, well, there's good hope for getting your getting rid of your pain. That's number one. Yeah. We, we would probably use your stem cells for that or your platelets. I'm not sure yet. I'd have to see it. <clears throat> uh-huh. This is a common scenario. Um, I think it's more common than people realize. Well, it's common. I mean, look, that surgery was necessary to put your bones back together and save your leg. But yeah. uh, what happens with a fracture, and people don't get this often, they go, well, it healed. Why is it painful? Because the soft tissue breaks down with the fracture. So the collagen breaks down, the ligaments break down. Uh, We'd have to look with an ultrasound and see how the joint is doing, the joints around the ankle. The joint uh, around the ankle has a big, huge knob on the outside left. It was my left foot. Okay. Well, we'd have to look at it, and um, I'm pretty sure there's something we can do. I don't know if we can get you 100%, but that's always the goal. Okay, so you use, uh, you analyze it first, and then you can use either stem cell or platelets. What's the difference? The difference, I'm glad you asked, because we didn't talk about that yet today. Platelets work by inflaming the area and bringing fibroblasts to the area or or chondroblasts. Fibroblasts grow collagen and um, chondroblasts grow cartilage, and they can rebuild the joint and the ligaments. Stem cells and also platelets have growth factors in them, so they help stimulate new tissue growth. Stem, stem cells have all of that, and when we do stem cells, we're actually grabbing some of the platelets with it, so it's a mixture. And the stem okay. cells um, actually keep dividing into more and more stem cells, and they can morph into the tissue itself and become the tissue. So that's why they're better than anything else we have today. Someday there'll be something better than them. But I think for a long time, this is going to be the creme de la creme of treatment for orthopedic issues. So it's painful now. I mean, um, and quite frankly, I don't like to take pills, so I use like a lidocaine patch on it. I think that's smart. You don't want to be taking anti-inflammatories. Bad for the kidneys, um, bad for the liver. Well, I didn't want them to freeze it, and I didn't want them to do that. I, there's a lot of things. Well, look, it's, in medicine, the, the rule is do the most conservative thing first. And in this case, uh, 
if you've done some physical therapy already and that didn't do it? Lots if, of it. You've done lots of it. Then it's time for regenerative medicine. Yeah, what the physical therapy taught me was that the signals that I was getting from the bottom of my feet, so there's some nerve involvement, um, were not the same as I was used to getting from both of my feet. And so consequently, it wasn't a balance problem. It was a problem with understanding what my left leg was telling me. Yeah, that's called proprioception. So proprioception. That's, proprioception, that yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's knowing where something is in space in your body. And when there's, okay. a, when there's so, an injury like yours, um, it takes a while to regain that, especially after so surgery. What you would do is inject that area? That's right. We'd inject that area, we'd inject the joint, and we'd stimulate more tissue growth and hopefully heal it up. Okay, and if there was a great deal of arthritis... Same thing. We'd, we'd be working on that at the same time. Okay. All right. Um, thank you for your information. I, I've never heard of this type of treatment before. Well, it's, um, it's, you know, it's what I teach at UCLA, and it's what all the young docs want to do now. And believe me, I have found the young docs to be much more amenable to me saying, no, I'm not going to you know, fuse those bones into an L-shaped, you know, foot because I am hypermobile joints and my feet go all over the place and so yeah. does the rest of me. Yeah. And so when I did the Arizona boot, it started going, you know, climbing up the other leg to my left. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, there's good hope for you, my friend. Okay, so I'll give you a call. Yeah, you're not the first one I've treated like this. It's pretty common. Okay, thank you. All right, God bless you, Dana. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. That office number, by the way, 1-800-300-9300. 1-800-300-9300. And we're going to Hollywood for Dave. Hey, Dave, you have a contracture in your hand. Is it called Dupatrains? That's what it's called, doctor, yes. Okay, uh, so here's the way that goes. If it's not severe, there are hand surgeons that I know who can use a needle and free that up. If it's very severe, you need to just have an open procedure and reduce the contractures. I see. What w- now, what would uh, amount to that being a severe? Uh, I don't know. It's, it depends on the doctor doing it and what he's willing to do. It's not something I do. I see. So I- you, if you go to my website, www.jointrehab.com, you can email me right now or after the show. And um, I'll get right back to you with the names of a couple guys um, on the west side who do this kind of work. Very good. Uh, I appreciate that. And uh, I wanted to also ask you about uh, my right knee that I twisted, uh, oh gosh, over 40 years ago playing football. Sure. My brother also uh, damaged his knee playing, uh, playing football, and he talked me out of having surgery, which was what two or three different surgeons told me to have at that time. And all I did was, at that time, I tore some ligaments and some meniscus. My brother talked me out of the surgery. He had surgery on his right knee and absolutely ruined his knee. Thank God my brother talked me out of that. In my opinion, some of these guys, especially the guys that were practicing uh, you know, a few decades ago, should be criminally prosecuted for what they've done to a lot of people. Uh, uh, doctor, let me ask you this. You are a, uh, a, 
uh, a banjo picker, I heard just a few minutes. I'm a bluegrass guy, guitar, banjo, mandolin. Okay, good. <laughs> That's interesting. We have that in common. I'm also a bluegrass player myself. I do have a pro, uh, a professional background, started out in country, and then in my later years have uh, moved to back to bluegrass. This Dupatrin's uh, affects my playing as well as some issues, issues in my right wrist here. And uh, so it's, it's the other issues perhaps you could help me with. Uh, am I too old at 67 years old to have a successful treatment of stem cell or platelet in my right knee to try and regenerate some uh, cartilage here? It better not be because I'm 66. Oh, okay. Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dr. Darrow, you've treated like 95-year-olds. I've treated 100-year-olds. My goodness. With very good success. And successfully. Yeah. So all, all ages, yeah, we get, all parts we get, of the body. Uh, we get a lot of young athletes, you know, um, early teenage years. Uh, the ones younger than that generally don't like to get injections. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, the age is um, maybe somewhat relevant. I don't know. But it seems like most people get better uh-huh. regardless of the age. Are you able to treat in any of your procedures something called cubital tunnel syndrome? Yes, we can. We use an ultrasound. We find that ulnar nerve, and we dissect it with a solution, and it pushes it away from the surrounding tissue. And that is able to free it up? Yes. Uh, And uh, not only do I have Dupatrins in my right little finger, that is also affected by the cubital tunnel, and I'm experiencing some numbness, at times worse than others. Okay, well, my heart goes out to you if you're a picker, man. Yeah, yeah. If you're playing banjo and other instruments, that makes it tough. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm a guitar player, and okay. uh, so are I flat, have. Are you flat picker or finger picker? Uh, flat finger and uh, flat picker and finger style. I'm also a hybrid picker. I hold the flat pick. Yeah, yeah. You hold the flat pick, but use your uh, and use my uh, third and, and fourth fingers. It's ironic, and I thank God that. In spite of my hooked-over little finger here with the Dupatrins, and in spite of the uh, uh, the numbness at times, like I say, that's worse than others, I'm still able to finger pick with that with that pink with that pinky. I hold the flat pick, of course, between my thumb and my index, and grow my fingernails long on my other three fingers. Well, I can't wait to hear you play. Bring a guitar when you come <laughs> over. I'll bring it in sometime with me, Doctor. Uh, what do you I, play? A Martin D28. Uh, I've got a Martin. Boy, have I got Martins? I've got too many of them. Well, I need some. Come on over. Uh, okay. Uh, I haven't. I've, I've played with some good pickers. I haven't been able to play yet with Bella Fleck. Well, someday you will. Someday, maybe, I, maybe I will, Doc. But I'll, uh, I'll be in touch with you. Sounds. All right, God like bless you, something. man. I can't wait to meet you. Thanks a lot, Doctor. Thanks for your call, Dave. Your call. Ah, lines are open. 1-866-870-5752. 1-866-870-5752. Get your free book on prolotherapy and your free booklet on age management medicine. Your Belinda for Janice. Hey, Janice, Mark Darrow, how long has your uh, abdomen been hurting you? I can't hear Janice. Janice? It's the left upper quadrant of my back. Oh, of your back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't. I didn't really have an event that triggered the pain in there, but I've had it for about a month now. And Is it around last... your scapula, that wing bone in the back? Yes. And it's only been a month. Well, 
Um, and during that time, it's been radiating to my armpit and giving me spasms. But no, the last couple of weeks, it moved over, and now I get nerve pain down my left arm. Well, you may have a radiculopathy, which is a nerve pinch from your neck, because that often will radiate into the scapula and then down the arm. Okay. That's actually what my PT said I had, probably. Well, nobody knows for sure. These things can masquerade in different forms, but it certainly okay. may be. There's a test you can do. It's called the Sperling test. You put your head backward and tilt it to the side, and if it lights up the arm, then there's a good chance it is a nerve being impinged. So why don't you try that right now and let us all know. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Then most likely... Um, you have that, and it can be positional. It can mean that you're hunched over. Are you? Well, this makes me kind of hunch over. Okay. I'd have to see you and know what's going on. Uh, to get a real definitive answer, you'd need an EMG and a nerve conduction study, and that'll tell us where that is coming from. Okay. Does insurance cover most of the procedures that you do in the office there? It covers some. We take, oh, hang on. Oh, sorry, Next Janice. Time. That's all the email. time we have. <laughs> you can email Dr. Darrow off his website at jointrehab.com. That's jointrehab.com. Thank you, Dr. Darrow. Thank you, Alex, Josh, and everybody here at Living Pain-Free. Remember, call the office anytime, 800-300-9300. And God bless you all, and thank you, Nita. You're welcome. We're Saturdays at 1, Sundays at 2 on Carol A. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow was sponsored by the Darrow Wellness Institute. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.